Mishinichnas Adam Arbin Besimcha, as we know, Chazal tell us that when Adar comes in, we are Marbe Besimcha. So, what exactly does this mean? That's always the shadow that's been bothering me for many, many years. What does it mean, be Marbe Besimcha? In fact, Chazal tell us, Kishem Shinichnas Av, Mema'it Besimcha, just like when Av comes in, we reduce the Simcha, so too Cain Kishinichnas Adam Marbin Besimcha as well. And there's always a question exactly what this means. So I spoke to Rabbi Zul Obak Shlita and I asked him, What's in this Chazal? What does this mean? That just like when Av comes in, we are Mamait Besimcha, so too when Adr comes in, we are Marbe Besimcha. Well, what's the Parish? What is exactly does this mean? So he explained to me as follows. He explained to me that when Av comes in, we know when Chodesh Av comes in, it's already a, a dark time for Klal Yisrael, Chorban Beis HaMikdash, the Olam Mamish worried and busy with the Chorban that we don't have, unfortunately, we don't have the Beis HaMikdash, we don't have the Karbonis, we don't have the Avoida. It's difficult. Av is a difficult month for Klal Yisrael. So when a person is Mamayat the Simcha in Av, it's only L'Shem Shemayim. It's purely the Shem Shemayim. There is no other reason why a person becomes sad or becomes bizarre, upset and distressed if not for a Shem Shemayim. Reason which is what Av represents. Zukra Bizul Obak to me like this. Just like when Av comes in, we are Mamayat the Simcha, L'Shem Shemayim, so too when Adar comes in, we should be Marbe the Simcha, L'Shem Shemayim. That's how he represents all actually to explain to me Pshat and Chazal of exactly what this means. So I think we have to understand that in a Hanami, Adar is here. It's a beautiful Chodesh. It's a beautiful month. We know that Chazal tells us, Meshavur brings it, at the beginning of Hilchas Purim, that a person that has a din with the Goy, should be dafka in Purim, and Adar, it's a Choshev, a Geshmak, a joyous, Simcha de Gamant, which Be'ez Hashem, we should all be Zoycha, to have a Gewaldige Siyat Dishmai, a Gewaldige Simcha, Simcha Shal Mitzvah, Simcha Shal Avas HaToyah, Yerushamayim, and everything else that comes together with that, Besiyat Dishmai. Now, what I want to do, is I want to go through the Seder Hadvarim of Inyane Purim, starting obviously from the earliest, which is this Shabbos, which is Parsha Zohar, to go through some of the Inyanim, and what we're going to try to do is go Kaseda, which means we're going to go according to the order of how things work, generally, give or take a couple of things, and we're going to try to work our way all the way until Motzah Purim, especially this year, we have to discuss all the different Shailas that are negated to this particular year, every year has its Shailas, this year has its string of Shailas, but I want to go through some of the basic things, whether it's Parsha Zohar, Machazitz HaShekel, we need to talk about obviously Tainus Esther, we need to talk about Kriyas HaMegillah, listening to the Megillah, all the Alochas that go together with that, we need to talk about the actual Alochas of of Shlachmonos, Matanis Levyonim, the Suda, getting drunk, exactly how to do it, Alpi Halacha, some tips as well to make sure that you cope and manage to, for three whole days to figure this out. Also, it's also very, very important. What is the share of Shlachmonos, your favorite Rebbe? We will be discussing the Mahadrin, Mina Mahadrin uh, types of packages that you'll have to be bringing in. We're going to go to that. How much money you have to spend on Matanis Levyonim, Maisa money, all of these sorts of shilas, and obviously the Suda, what to drink, when to drink, and how to drink, the Eid Hashem will be discussing that. There is a lot of Shailas, including how much to bang on Homon. There's a lot, a lot of different things that we have to go to. We've got a few days. We've got to get to this. Uh, so bear with me as we try to get to Alocha. So this week, is going to be Parsha Zohar. Parsha Zohar 
is actually in Parshas B'Shalach, the Torah tells us as follows, to Moshe Rabbeinu, the Rabbani Shem says, Emcha Zeicha Amalek, we have to erase the Zeicha, the memory of Amalek. So Kriyas Parshas Zorcha, as we know, is a mitzvah min ha It's a da'oraisa. There's a Shailah who is showing him exactly why. The Ramban says, what is the reason for the mitzvah? What is this business that we remember? Amalek, by, you know, Zechira, but we do Parshas Amalek. What is the reason for the mitzvah? Says the Ramban, the reason reason for the mitzvah is not to forget what they did. In other words, we want to read it to us to remember that we're not going to forget. So if every year we make sure we do that, we're never going to forget what they did. The Rambam in Hilchas Malachim says a different mahalach than the Ramban. The Rambam says it's a mitzvah say to remember the bad maizim of Amalek and to ma'ayre, to reawaken everything that they did to us. So the Ramban learns the Pshat is poshut just not to forget. The Rambam learns the reason why we do it is poshut to be ma'ayre, to awaken within us the sin of the hatred that we have for all the terrible things that they did for Kalal Yisrael. So why do we only do it once a year? Maybe we should do it more often. Let's be more. Once a month, we'll get up and we'll say, Oh, Amalek, look what they did. What's Pshat only once a year? So the Achonim say Pshat is, Chazal Talas in the Gemara, my cotton, and other places that a mace is forgotten after 12 months. Now, obviously, it doesn't mean Mamash forgotten, right? Person Rachman, let's start, goes through such a situation, he never forgets. But it means that the pain goes down a little bit, it diminishes. It's a tremendous chesed, by the way, that the Rabbani Shalom gives, is that when a person, Rachman, let's start, goes through a situation of a loved one dying, the Rabbani Shalom gives a tremendous chesed. After 12 months, it just gets a little bit easier. Forget, you'll never forget, but it gets easier. That's what we're saying over here. 12 months is the amount of time that a person starts to forget, things start to diminish, and therefore, that's the reason why you guys have to go over your Torah. Once, once a year, you go for Kola Torah Kola to make sure that you don't forget what you learned. Avada and avada. Now, Mishabur brings in Simatov Reish Pehei that the halacha is that you need a Sefer Torah with a minion of 10 adult men for the career of, uh, of Zeicha Molek. The Leket Yosha brings his highly Gerebbe, the Trumas Hadeshen, that brings down that you meant to read Parashat Zohar from the Sefer Torah that is most Muduyak. Right? Now we are, we are Zoycha to have one beautiful Sefer Torah. If we had two, then I guess we would choose the better one. So if anybody wants to, uh, you never know, you can still chop it in. We'll make a Chlan Sefer Torah before Purim, right? Nobody mind. Before, before Shabbos, we'll make a Chlan Sefer Torah. We don't mind. Right? If anybody wants to, uh, to allow, to fill up this wonderful, beautiful Orna Kodesh over here, we're happy to take donations. Anyway, so he says that the Trimble's edition brings down, you're meant to take the most beautiful Sefer Torah in this case. And um, we'll talk about also the idea of if a person is a Ari guy, then he should go read from a Sefer Torah that's Ari. If a person is a Beisosef guy, he should read from a Sefer Torah that's a Beisosef guy. Right? Now again, we're going to have to see what that means Lemaisa, when it comes to the Kriya, the Havorah. We'll talk about that. Now, it's very important, Mishabura says to the Balkoya, we're going to tell him and we're going to announce this as well, that the Balkoya, we have a beautiful Balkoya over here, he should mention... Right before the career that he's being mighty everyone. He's yaitza everyone, right? Obviously, you have to have kavana to be yaitza, and he's being mighty. No, you do not need Q-tips, okay? One career is enough. Yes, there are people that run around the whole day, but we're okay with one career. We have a very medaptic, Valkoya, you're a Shamayim. He reads beautifully, so everyone, don't worry about it. You're yaitza, mahadrin, minna mahadrin, when you listen over here. By the way, the Haligach Sam Soifa, which is brought down in the Taz also, says that you're meant to have kavana during the bracha. 
which is also something we're going to announce over here. There's the bracha of the aliyah. The Gabba has to listen. This is very, very important. That the some sofa in the Taz say that you have to have, that everyone should have kavona when the aliyah, the person that's having an aliyah, makes his buhi. Right, that everyone should be yotza with his bracha in that case. The stipler said, "I never heard of anybody that does such a thing." But again, it's it's brought down. Okay, now next, do you have to understand parsha zocha? Do you have to understand what they're reading? So lemaisa, since it's loshen akodesh, you generally generally loshen akodesh. The Gemara Megillah goes through the different sheets over here. But when something is in loshen akodesh, you generally do not have to understand it because be'etzem you yotza. The Mishnah Brewer does say, and this is kedai for everybody to look over. The Mishnah Brewer says that it's toiv. For a person to understand what he is saying, right, to be yoked to all the sheeters. So that means maybe it's shy for a person before Shabbos to open up an art scroll and just read simple understanding of the word. And Remnitz and Kavel, it's both held that it's enough to understand the Indian. Meaning, you don't understand every single word. I'll give you an example, right? The. Um, Asher Korcha. Asher Korcha. Rashi brings three pirushim in the word Asher Korcha. What does that mean? So you don't have to understand, right, what Yashar Zatzal used to say, every single one of the pirushim. You have one pirush and you're okay. But the idea is you open up an art scroll, you understand what he's saying. Again, the post can say, as long as you understand what they are doing, I think by now, I think everybody will now understand what they're doing. When you get up to say Barsha Zohar, you don't really have to understand that much because you know what we're trying to accomplish and therefore you will be okay. Now, which havora should you be hearing? And this is very negative because everybody has different minhagim when it comes to these things. So, what you're meant to do is you're meant to hear Zohar in the minig that you are. Meaning, if you're Litvish, you're Litvish. If you're Hasidish, you're Hasidish. If you're Sfari, you're Sfari. However, Lemaisa, Ripsipesa Frank in Moedei Kodesh, in Mikroi Kodesh, Simon Zayin, Remis and Karel, it's passing this way, and Ramosha, that Lemaisa, you are Yotza, whenever Havora you listen to, you are Yotza. Which means, of course, Lechatrel, if you have the choice, by the way, everyone in Yeshiva obviously listen to Yeshiva, but I'm saying theoretically, one day, Mitzvah one day where you're going to have a choice of this people or that shul or whatever it may be, so Lechatrel, you go with the Havora that you can, but Bidi, you're always Yotza. What's that? No, this is this is a derisa. This is derisa. We're more makpid over here than we are normally, right? You're saying it's really the same thing every week. We're just more makpid. We're more The benish is down, by the way. You know, people. You ever saw people when they have like a new pen? So what do you do when you have a new pen? I'm talking about. Okay, people have pens still nowadays, right? I know everyone uses phones, but people still have pens. No, not the S pen from the phone that you put. That's what you mean. The one that you put over there. Not a regular, normal, normal. Pilot, whatever they're called. Uh, which ones I like? I, when I go to Lakewood, I buy them. What, what are they called? The pilot ones? Or with the ink? The Vegas mark, by the way, for underlining their Gavaldic. So when you get a new pen, what does everyone do? You want to test it out. See, so write your name. Or you sign something. Ben Shai says, you know what you're meant to be doing? You're meant to be writing Amalek, and you erase it. It's a mitzvah. Women are women chayiv in this halacha. So Lemaisa the chinuch holds that they are pata. The halachah some soif in the marsham held that they are chayiv. Lemaisa the minig is generally that they go to a kriya of parsha zocha. That's the minig because um, and they get a mitzvah like every mitzvah say shesman kuram. We look at the kafachayim and tofesh pehesik cotton lamed where he brings this down as well and other marmakomis as well. By the way, there's a major shaila. If you're allowed to take out a Sefer Torah specifically for women, now in a lot of shuls they do this. They make a Kriya Lenashim of Parsha Zohar. So some places, the ones that are Madak take, you know what they'll do? They'll do it during Mincha. Oh, in other words, they've taken out the Sefer Torah by Mincha, and now at the same time they read Zohar in this way. The men maybe want to hear one here for the 16th time, or maybe you've got some women out there that want to hear it, then it's okay. Oh, but to take out a Sefer Torah, Dafka for that, is Mamish Mamish not Poshant. The Mincha sits, what's that? 
No, no, for women I'm talking about. For men it will be okay. For women, because why? There's a shayla if they're chayiv. If they're vada chayiv, then a value take it out. It's a tzibu. You have a tzibu of women that need it, it's okay. But if it's a shayla, if they're even chayiv, it could be it's a problem. Could you take it out for one person that didn't hear it, or has no. to be one No, you could take it out for one man. So That's okay. If he never heard it. If he never heard it. But generally the Valkyrie is going to hear it. Okay. All these shticks, we say that we can get around shticks. The Menachas Yitzchak says we don't take it out for women, right? Uh, some opposed him are taka making in this case, and some people have a minute to be makel again. Everyone should ask the local Orthodox rabbi whether or not they're makel or they're not makel. Now, if a choyla, what if a person is a choyla? So I don't want to go into all these shailas, right? Someone Kuflam and Heino Achaim talks a lot about the shailas of taking out a sifatoa stam. Do we just take out sifatoa for people mechatesa? We don't take out sifatoa stam. What's that? It's not so passionate. We have to, you know, it's, you know, it's just something I say for Torah and Mechadis. You don't do these things. So if you have a Chayla, for example, it's Hermes Vayner again. There's people in Corona. There's people in Bidud. There's people in quarantine. Whatever it may be. Do you take out a safer Torah for these people? So in Maisa, the Mishabura Paskins, the Maisa, in Kuflam and Hesikot and Membov, that if you've got a Chayla who cannot make it to Shul, for whatever reason, he's in Bidud or whatever, whatever the situation is, he's sick, whatever it is. So you are allowed to bring a safer Torah for him without a problem whatsoever. There is no problem. Now, what happens if a person missed it? Now, I don't know how a person can miss Parashas. Like, what were you thinking? Lying in bed? No, Zichir weren't lying in bed. You were probably being Isaac and Kibbut of Aim or whatever it may be. Oh, but to lie in bed, I'm not Cheshish anybody. But let's say it could happen. Once a year, maybe you miss something. All right, it happens. We're a human being. You miss Shachos once a year. No, say so you missed it. What does he do in this situation? So the Maganavon famously says that the Maisa, you could be Makal and you could be Yaitsu with the Kriya that we do on Purim. On Purim, we lie. And therefore, this is a Shiloh when we do it, but we'll talk about that. Um, and therefore, your Yaitsu would that case. Now the Mishnah is not happy with this. Mishnah does not like using this. Now the person should not say, oh, if I miss Zacha, say that, so I'll listen to Purim. Shabur holds it's mamish, mamish, not good. The Ochashokhan also, very, very chaylik on this Moganavom. And therefore, it's not good die for a person to, to get involved in that child. But very let's move on. Machasitz had shekel. The Indian of Machasitz had shekel. So when the Besamigdash, the Rambam tells us this very clearly in Hulchash Shkolim Perik Dalit, the Rambam goes through as follows. When the Besamigdash was here, they collected the Shkolim, so everybody, every adult in Kalalisor was required to donate a half a shekel towards the purchase of the Korbanus or other Tzorchitzibo. Now, the mission in Shkolim in Perik Aleph brings down that starting from Rishchidish Adar, all the Shluchim would go out to collect the Shkolim, which would begin two weeks Again, Rosh Kodesh Adar, they went out. The collection would begin two weeks later, which was on the 15th of Adar. From that day onwards, until Rosh Kodesh Nisan, booths were set up uh, for people to collect the actual Shkolem. On Rosh Kodesh Nisan, the Shkolem were then brought into the Besamikdosh, into the place that they needed to be in, and the Shkolem were divided into separate containers for the Tzorchit for the Korbanus, and whatever it may be. The Gemara in Megillah, Taf Yud Gimel, tells us that the reason why Klal Yisrael had to give the Shkolem at this time, was in order to give our Shekel before the Homon gave his Shekel. Now we know that the Megillah tells us that Homon bribed Achashverosh with a sum of money which the Megillah tells us is 10,000 Kika of silver. How much is that by the way nowadays? Anyone have exchange rate? Siri will tell you. What is the exchange rate of 10,000 Kika uh, nowadays in, our gen- in, in 2021? Ask Siri. No, is that what you do for everything else? For this no, you can't figure it out. I know friends of the base magic. Ah, yazayid you. Gavaldi. So what can I tell you? I did the calculation one time. I didn't use Siri, but I used the calculation like this. Uh, this is a probably you probably guys have the same calculation. Forty three point six kilo is basically a kicker of Kesev. One kilo is approximately two hundred and forty dollars. So ten thousand kicker is about a hundred million dollars. So we're talking about Homan walked into Achashverosh in the palace in Shushan, and he gives them a hundred million. 
That was an incredible campaign, by the way. That's a campaign, Robert Say. Right? A hundred million dollars. He comes in, you can imagine why, just to get rid of the Jews, and therefore we counteract that by us giving our shkalim before, which is why we generally give the shekel before the, um, the Megillah. Specifically to give it before Haman. It's a representation. That's all it is. Now, first of all, what is this half a shekel, by the way? What, what is the half a shekel? So Rashi says, when a half a shekel was, it was worth a half a shekel. It was a specific coin that's worth half a shekel. In fact, the Ramban says, when he came to Eretz Yisrael, so he was shown this coin. Incredible. They found, and he said in one side of it was a jug of the mon, and the other side was a, a flowing staff of iron. And it weighed 10 grams, whatever it was. The Akedas Yitzchak, is that the Maxa shekel was a, a shekel that they actually cut in half. They actually cut the shekel in half. That's what they gave her. Some people, the Yad Yitzchak wants the Taina, that it wasn't a specific coin, it was just the value of half a shekel. There's a famous Maisa with the Ksav Soifa, the famous Ksav Soifa, they had the coin like Rashi. He had this coin that was Mamish uh, passed down as a Yerusha, and he once brought it with Rabbonim, and then they couldn't, and they passed it around, and they didn't find it, and the same famous Maisa, they found it in the pocket afterwards. Anyway, Bisman Hazet, that we do not have a Beis HaMikdosh, we still give a half a shekel, even though the Maisa is not going towards Korbonus or Tzorchit Tzibu, but at the end of the day, we still give half a shekel as a zeich, as we pass the Ramah, Sim, and Tophrei, Sari, Hey. And it's, it's, um, it's a very important thing. It's not a mikad, it's not a chi of mikad, but it is definitely a minig that the Ramah brings down. What do we use? The Rishonim say the word truma in the parish of Machsa Shekel is three times, and therefore we use three times a half. The Vilna Goin, Maiserav, says only to give one. Some actually say to give four. Maiserav, an extra one fourth stocker. Now, the currency should be according to the place where you are. So in Schweiz, in Switzerland, you should give half a franc. In England, you give half a pound. In America, you give half a dollar. And in Eretz Yisrael, half a shekel in that case. By the way, Rukhain Kenevsky, Shlita, holds that it should be spendable in that place. So to give a half, like a half a franc in Eretz Yisrael, that's probably not going to be in a gear. But of course, it's a minig baalma, so of course it yates at the minig. But the Chatzkele person should. Um, what a person could do if he does not have a half is he can give three whole coins and only be zoicha for the half. Sometimes what they'll do is in, 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 the, in the plate they'll put you know three halves sort of sellotape together and you pick it up and you zoicha it and you say zoicha le machza shekel not machza shekel obviously in that case over there. Okay, is the only one with me? Let's move on Rabbi Say one last couple of things. <coughs> Now there is a minig, there is a minig already pulled down the Be'alocha brings it that the Gabai, the Gabai finds real machza shekel and it sticks it together and people are coined of it, uh, right? Okay. People, whatever it is. Again, it's Zeichel shekel, not machza shekel itself. Who gives the machza shekel? So according to Chenech, it starts at the age of 20 years old, right? Because that's what the Postuk tells us. Uh, the Rambam says that this was the age of the first collection, but Lemaisa, um, there were many other collections as well from other people as well. Uh, the Vilagoyen held it was the age of 13, but uh, you can even even give from higher than that. that the Mishnah in Shkolem tells us that women and children under 13 are part of Machsa Shekel. That's the Mishnah in Perak Alev base. The Al Shekakudish explains that women are part of why because they did not ex- they did not take pl- uh, part in the Egal Azov. And as I pass in the Rice of the Rambam, the Minig is as I pass on the the Levush is that people do give for their wives and their little children as well over there.
Not a problem to give half a gold coin. Last question on voice side before we finish today. When do we give this machzal shekel? So according to the Ramah, we give it dafka before Purim in order to makdim our shekel before Homer gave his shekel in the Megillah. The Kavachayim says people give it Rosh Kodesh as well or before Parsha Zohar. So you state in Kavachayim. It's probably not our minik, but I'm sure there are many Sfadim that have that minik. Tosfus in Megillah of Aleph, the Levush, says the Iker to give it is on Yom HaTainis. Tainis Esther. So is Mashma from the Ramah that you give it in Mincha on Erev Purim, which is Tainus Esther, and it's a Dafka Kapora for the Tainus as well. The Minig Yerushalayim is generally to give it a Tainus Esther before Mincha, which is what we do over here as well. Obviously, if a person forgot, he can give it even after Purim, he can give it until Rosh Chodesh Nisan, as I Paskin with Yashiv Alach and Lamaisa. What do we do with it? You can give it to any Tzedakah that you want. The Aruch HaShulchan says to give it to Bedeka Baisa, the Beis Knesses. Hint, hint. And, um, but of course, the Kafachaim says the best thing is yeshivas. That's what he says, because that's Torah. As I state the Kafachaim. Okay, Rabbi, say tomorrow, Be'ez Hashem, we're going to continue in the Seda Advarim of what's going on over here. Have a wonderful and beautiful day.